able to fulfill our calling, the purpose for our existence in Jesus' name. Thank you for Rosemary. Thank you for Reginald. Thank you for the years you have led them on this journey. Uh, take them all the way to the end, oh God. And we promise that we will always give you the honor, the praise, and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Shall we take our seats this yes, morning? Yes. We are, we are here this morning to celebrate with Reginald and Rosemary. The, there is a place for celebration. Uh, too many are struggling. Are you one? And uh, when they are struggling, when you say celebration, they don't understand what you mean. But we are very happy to celebrate with Rosemary and Reginald. And to and to encourage and to encourage others also to follow suit. I'm sharing a word for today. And, and what I'm sharing is faith for today. Um, faith for today. It's, it's very important because um, what we are seeing today, 10 yeah. years, is a faith walk that began 10 years ago. So every day that we are here, we are seeing the result of faith that was in existence in the past. Are you here this morning? I was watching the news the other day and they showed a picture of an explosion in space. And the man said that what we are seeing happened thousands of years ago but the light is now getting to the earth so what we are seeing happened many years ago and um, today is an expression of that event faith for today because I'm a pastor I've spoken to many, many, many Christians. Different churches. Sorry, And some crowd don't go to church. But um, I've noticed something. I've noticed certain tendencies. That a lot of Christians um, talk as if God is not powerful. To do for them what they need. Or if he is powerful, he's not doing it. And so a lot of Christians live their lives as best as they can. Uh, Not many Christians are actively walking in faith. Ask anybody, have you prayed today? Have you prayed to God today? What you never say? Many will say no. Oh, it's not true. Yeah. If you were acutely aware of God and faith and had faith in Him. You would not leave your house without praying. If you have a car that you use every day, you would not be here without your car. But when you have a car that can spoil, Sometimes when you start, it doesn't start. 
when it comes to the red light the car will stop at the red light that is where you can see the man sometimes in town then you ask him where is your car he has gone without his car are you here this morning? But if your car works every time, everywhere you are, your car is. That's why sometimes people think I'm not in my office. Because when they come and my car is not here, they think I'm also not here. Because where I am, my car is. I, are you here this morning? Oh, I didn't hear a good amen. Amen. I'm explaining faith. That if you have faith in God, anywhere you are, God will be there too. Yeah. Anywhere you are, God's presence or your awareness of God will be there. But not, not many. Um, Christians have this. Amen. Amen. Are you here this morning? We we have sometimes come to the point where we are doubting God's goodness and God's uh, availability for us. And, and sometimes we even go on our own without God. And so this morning I want to redirect you. I want to bring you back to God. I didn't hear an amen. Amen. This morning I want to help you to refocus your attention on God so that you too after many many years can say God has been good to me I didn't hear an amen amen so you can say that of a truth my God is good many Christians can't say that when you ask him how are things so we are managing it's not easy we are, we are looking for money to help pay our bills that is why many Christians are not stable and consistent in church because they don't see the real benefits of serving this God. I'm preaching a very good message this morning. Many Christians are not close to God because they haven't seen God as powerful or effective in their lives. But this morning I want to tell you that God is very good. I didn't hear a good amen. Amen. That God is very, very good. And God is very good to you. And God is doing something good in your life. And you must be able to lift your hand and say, My God, He is good. Amen. Amen. You must say, you must be able to wake up in the morning on your bed, alone in your room. And say to yourself, My God, He is good. Not only in church under instruction from a pastor, but by yourself. I said, By yourself. Alone. Alone. You can lift your hand and tell yourself, My God. I said, My God. He is good. Amen. Amen. But even those who are raising their hands now, when they go home, they don't do it again. Oh God. Don't see the goodness of God. And so this morning, I want to... And, and you see, you need to see how God is. To, to know his goodness. And so this morning I want to just share some two things with you. Reggie knows, Rosemary knows already 
and I have known them for a long time. And I know what they know. And, and so this they know. But I'm sharing with all deep this morning. That we too have a strong deep faith in God. Amen. Amen. First thing you must know this morning. Is that God is good. Is that God is good. You are quiet. I had a call just a few days ago. A pastor called me. So to be me. And he gave me some news. He got married October. Last week of October, he got married. And the last week, his wife died. And he called me. When he called me, I went there. And he was crying. And, I, and I, he finished crying. Then he sat down. When we sat down, we started talking. And even in those difficult days we could say God is good yeah we could say God is good in the middle of his tears what he has experienced is a very difficult thing that many of us I couldn't even imagine it I have been married 20 something years I forgot to I don't know how to but he is married six weeks. And, and he's lost his wife. And as we are crying, we could still say, God is good. Why? Because God is good. And I'm saying, Amen. Amen. Because God actually really is very, very good. Many of us measure God by our experience. But that is not the way forward. God is good. I didn't hear an amen. Amen. And God, you see, let me explain this morning. Are you here this morning? Many of us we measure God's goodness by our experience. Which is valid. You can do that. You measure how God has been good to you with the goodness and the things you have experienced in your life. And um, I can agree with that. Because once you are alive, you have reason to thank God. But, but there are other things that we are lacking. And we don't have all those things in our hands. There are many who are not sure how they are going to pay their rent. There are some parents who are dreading Christmas. Because bringing bills and children are waiting for their Christmas present. And they also have to buy at least one cook and one kebab for the house. And so there, there, is, there are some people who cannot say that this life is really as nice are you here this morning are you here this morning and, and they can say that there are many things I am looking for that I don't have especially financial issues especially those who are financially tight it, it, it is not easy for them to say God is good 
when your rent is in arrears or when they are coming to cut your lights when you hear the VRA van is around the area uh, uh, tomorrow lights out then you are, you are panicking in your house I, I was talking to a man who didn't know how to pay his rent and he was asking me to lend him money and I know when I give he can't pay me back how can this man say God is good are you here this morning you see let me I want to give you one key this morning so that you can say from today onwards that God has been good to you amen amen I, I want to give you one key this morning just one key so that you can understand from today onwards so how, how God works and how to understand his ways so that from today onwards no matter what trouble you find yourself no matter what condition you may see yourself walking into or out of no matter what you don't have or you have missed you can say that God is good. I said you can say that God is good. And you can always wake up anywhere at all to lift up your hand and say my God he provides for me. Amen. Amen. Are, are you here? How we often judge God is by what he gives us. I, I know my children. That's how they judge me. From, from what I give them. There, there's one here you can ask him. What I give them, the frequency and the quantity <laughs> determines my favor in the and that is how we judge often many of us um, life is in cycles many things that we receive in this world we receive it from somewhere are you here this morning? I'm explaining something, just one point that we can make sure. Let Reggie and Rosemary marry again. We, we receive things in this world financially, they move in cycles. And so many people are paid monthly. Those who have jobs. So every month, 28, they are ready for more money from somewhere. And if the money delay 28 to 29, then they are annoyed. And as Christmas is coming like this, we are waiting for 24th or 23rd. It should come early December. Is that 20th? Has it come? It's coming. You made your plans on the 20th to go and make your Christmas shopping. It's a cycle. On, but regular months, it comes on the 24th. And, and, so, and so what happens is that on the 16th of most months, Nobody goes to the bank. Because there's nothing there. And if you go to the bank and you put in your ATM card and there's nothing there, are you annoyed? Are you surprised? Are you surprised? You're not annoyed because you know there's nothing there and you are not expecting anything the corridor in the office and when you see your boss walking on the corridor in the office you don't insult him in your head 
Because you don't expect from him anything at this time. Are you here? Look at rent. We often pay rent every year. Or two years. So when somebody has paid his rent January 2012, you are, you are expecting your next landlord to visit you 2014. And when he comes on that date, you are okay with him. Because that is the cycle of rent. Every two years, the cycle. So if he comes earlier, after one year, he has come, I want more rent. You can easily go to court with him over this thing. Because you are angry with him for coming before his time. Amen. Amen. So, this, this morning, I want to explain to you something about cycles and God. Because you have seen that many financial things work in cycles. And they come at the established time. And you are paid every month. And the sun sets every night. And, and all things work at various intervals. Let me explain something this morning. Because of the system of man that we are paid monthly and we have annual bonuses and other things. Many of us have now programmed ourselves to work or to expect money at intervals. And even have some money in advance for other things. And that is where many of us are, 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 are going wrong. Because God does not work in that cycle. God does not work monthly. God does not provide annually. God doesn't provide weekly. God has his own peculiar cycle that he keeps. And if you can follow God's cycle, you will never be poor again in this world. If you can budget your money from payday to payday, such that it's not empty on the 16th, you will never be poor again on this earth. We only become poor because our money is finished before the new one comes. That's what makes us poor. Your money has finished. And a new one has not come. But if you can let the money you have last till the next one comes, you'll be okay. And actually, you'll be a very rich man if you can have money on your pocket every time you are rich. So, so what is God's cycle? And listen carefully. God's cycle is daily. daily. That's why Jesus said, when you pray, pray like this. Give us this day our daily bread. In Matthew chapter 6. Give us this day our daily bread. That's how God works. And so when you come ahead of time looking for money from God, and there's none there, do not be annoyed with God. He hasn't gotten there yet. And he hasn't, it's not in his plan. He's not worried. 
Your employer is not worried to pay your salary for next month. But he is taking care of you for this month. Amen. Amen. Are you here this morning? So God works with us daily. And so if you can yourself calculate that what I have, what God has given me is for only today. You will discover that you are very rich. Amen. Amen. I said if you can understand that what God has provided for you is for today. You will discover that God is actually a very good God. And He is a God who has provided all you need. I can see you are not convinced. Exodus chapter 16. I can see they are wondering that, hey, this new. Exodus chapter 16. When the um, Israelites were in the wilderness, Israel, Israel, they were there was no food in the desert. And that is where God must now provide. God must provide what we need in a place where there's nothing. And that is where when God does not provide, we are dead. Are you here? It's in the wilderness where if God did not provide, they would actually die. And so we are all likewise God's children. And so we all say, Lord, provide for us. Exodus 16 verse 14. When the dew evaporated, a flaky substance as fine as frost was blanketed the ground. The Israelites were puzzled. What is it? They asked each other. I'm waiting for the New Living Translation. They had no idea what it was. And Moses told them, It is the food the Lord has given you to eat. Verse 16. These are the Lord's instructions. Each household should gather as much as it needs. Pick two quarts for each person in your tent. Verse 17. So the people of Israel did as they were told. Some gathered a lot. And some gathered a little. Verse 17, you are behind. Some gathered much. And some gathered little. That is the way of this world. Some people want a lot. And some are content with little. Some people are always looking for a car to buy. And others are very okay in trotro. They can be taking trotro and they are happy. Very content. That's the paradox. And when it was measured out, everyone had enough. Those who gathered a lot had nothing left over. And those who gathered only a little had enough. This morning, I'm, I'm telling something. Everybody will be taken care of by God in the name of Jesus. Those who have more money are not happier than you who have less. 
And by then, it was full of maggots and na, had a terrible smell. Na anopano, na amwa abem, na enosus esetu inhaboni. And Moses was angry with them. Na Moses ebufu After this, the people gathered their food, morning by morning, each family according to his need. We echino ebusiani nina buabu adriana na anopa ni anopan kwa sani ebusiye biya isihiano. This morning, I want to explain to you. If you will walk with God one day at a time, if you have faith to believe God to take care of you, and let your worry end at tonight, you will never be troubled in this life in the name of Jesus. You will never worry about bills of next month or next year. She will not worry about how you spend the Christmas. And how will but you won't give 23 offering because you are calculating what you do on Friday. Friday is seven days away or five days away. And you are calculating how you are going to survive next week. But I came to tell you that God has not gotten there yet. God is dealing with you for only today. God is working only for today. Amen. Amen. Are you here this morning? God has not yet planned. His cycle doesn't, doesn't uh, make him have to provide for next week. He, he is not providing. It is not his intention. It is not God's plan to provide for you next week. No. Yes, sir. He has obliged himself to feed you today. So if you have eaten today, you can now lift your hand and say, God has kept his word. God has done what he said. And God has provided for me according to His word. And God has not let me down. Amen. Amen. Once you have eaten today, you're okay. I said, once you have money up to tonight, this evening, 5 o'clock, you can go home. That's all you need. That's God's obligation to you. Give us this day our daily bread. That's why God said, Listen, it is the heathen who are thinking of what they will eat, what they will wear, and what they will do. God said, it should not be your worry. 
I said it should not be your worry. Because let tomorrow take care of itself. Let tomorrow take care of itself. You should just worry about today. Amen. Amen. Verse 21, 22. I'm explaining further. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much as usual. Then the people came to God to Moses. Now to ask for an explanation. Verse 23. Verse 23. And he told them. This is what the Lord has commanded. Tomorrow is the Sabbath. The day of rest, rest. A day set aside for the Lord. So prepare as much as you need today. And set aside what is left for tomorrow. Verse 24. So they put some aside until morning. Just as Moses had commanded. And in the morning, that food was wholesome and good. And not uh, uh, spoiled with the maggots inside. You see, God is showing that on every day, what they took and was left over, it got spoiled the next day. Every day, what they took and what was left over, it got spoiled the next day. The food could only last 24 hours. But on the Sabbath day, on the day before the Sabbath, they could take a double portion, keep it for 24 hours, and that one would not spoil. Because God has told them on the Sabbath, you are not to work. And so what you have now, I will let it last for two days. Verse 25. Eat this food, for today is the Sabbath. There will be no food on the ground. Amen. Amen. You will not find anything else outside there. Because what you need has been provided for you in your house the day before. Are you here this morning? Are you here this morning? I, I want us to have an understanding of God. That God is working on a daily cycle. And He provides for us day by day. And as you receive his daily provision, sufficient unto the day be the trouble thereof. If you can see that God has actually provided for you for today, if you can see that today God has taken care of you, you will never worry again. Help you. And you will see that our God is a provider. And on the occasion where he must provide for a time when you cannot work, he will. He will. He will. Someone will say, oh, let me chop all my money today. No. Yes, sir. Having food and raiment. Let us be content. Having a simple lifestyle. Let us be content. 
if you live your life within a certain contentment, your money will be enough. If you don't compare yourself with anybody, you don't see what car somebody is driving. You don't see what clothes they are wearing. You don't compare their house and your house. Their phone and your phone. Their TV and your TV. If you don't compare their shoe and your shoe, you'll be happy with your shoe. You'll be happy with your house. If you don't compare what they are eating, what you are eating, they went to what school you went to school not everybody will go to achimota school there's no space some of us are going to different schools but god has provided for you a future in that god has given you a life in that school not everybody is going to have a mansion and seven rooms in some of us will live in one room father, mother, children in one room that will be our portion if you are content in that portion your money with you I said it is when God has promoted you that you can afford a bigger room a bigger car a bigger house you can eat more food it is when God has himself promoted you that you get the car you are dreaming about but as at where you are now where God has placed us listen where we are today is where God has set us now. Maybe you've made mistakes. Maybe you've made you've lost some money in the past. This is God's solution for us as of now, where we are today. So let your life start from today. Where we are today, what you have by faith in God it will be enough for you. If you live by daily faith, believing God to take care of you one day at a time, one, one day at a time, if the money you have in your pockets, you see it as money that God has provided for today, if you are not wasteful it will be more than enough and what will be left for tomorrow when you wake up tomorrow it will be enough and if tomorrow is not enough tomorrow is when God will provide not it is tomorrow he will provide not today if you live your life soberly wisely one day at a time by the time the next bill is in front of you you will have the money God will provide God will show you the way out of your financial issues. If we live one day at a time. And if we have this mind. With a heart of thanksgiving. That will be sincere and not forced. You will see God providing for you more and more. You will see providing for you even things that you haven't asked for because a child a son who is very thankful always receives more always, any child who is grumbling and complaining he begins to receive less 
and any child that is very happy and content and oh daddy I like what you give me you will find yourself giving him more may God begin to give you more and more as you are grateful for what he has given you today may God begin to let somebody lift his mind from the fact that I am poor to understand that God has provided. May you never from today ever say to you, when they ask you, who here is poor, never raise your hand again. When they ask, who here doesn't have money, never raise your hand again. When they ask, who here is rich, be the first to raise your hand. I want to ask you, do you have money? Tell them, I have enough for today. I have enough for today. Do you have money? Yes. Show me your thousands. Today, I don't need thousands. I need five cities. Two cities to go home. And three cities to buy dinner. If you have five cities for today, so we see the enum enedia. You are rich. We scanning. I said you are rich. We scanning. What about tomorrow? It's not swear. What about tomorrow? It's not swear. When tomorrow comes, it's not God will take care of you. When tomorrow comes, it's not God will take care of you. Tomorrow, I need. 10,000 cities. And today I have nothing. Don't worry. Tomorrow morning. I said, Tomorrow morning. Or tonight. God will show up. Or you find that even the bill has been cancelled. Or the date they gave you has been pushed back then you find that actually you are not in trouble as you thought it is when we try to control our lives it is when we try to uh, uh, budget for months and things ahead we seem to think that we don't have money and then we stop giving. Then you start a cycle of poverty in your life. When you don't give, you are now creating a lifestyle of poverty in your own life. Because when you don't sow, you don't reap. And whatever you have, one day will finish. And if you haven't sown, there is nothing more coming into your life that is why you must be a person who sows but to be able to sow you must know I have enough for today may your focus be from today that my God he will take care of me my God he will provide for me every day. Pastor, I didn't eat yesterday. God didn't provide for me yesterday. No. Yes, You are not dead. You are still here. God kept you alive. He didn't give you food. But he gave you laughter. You didn't die. Pastor, I couldn't pay my rent. So I had to move. God was moving you from the house. But you couldn't hear. So that's how we had to move you out of that place. My child had to come home from school. Because I couldn't pay my school fees. And so God has let me down. His provision wasn't enough. No. No. 
God is still working in your life. I, I had to repeat an exam. I had to repeat an exam. I had to write my A-levels twice. And it's like, has God failed? To make me not pass the first time? At that time, I thought God had let me down. But soon after, I could see. It was a greater plan. It was a, it was a greater plan. I lost one year. But I gained a wife. I, 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 I had to stay out of school for one year. But in that year out of school, that's where I met my wife. So everything that seems to work adversely now it's actually working somehow for your good it's working somehow for your good God is providing for your future but today as for today God has taken care of you and what you don't have you don't need and what you need he will give it to you I said he will give it to you because God is a God that cannot lie he is not a man to lie not a son of man to repent has he said and will he not do has he spoken and he will make it good God will provide for everybody in this house every day one day at a time I said one day at a time there is no way that God will fail in this house he will not let you down he will not let you down whatever you pass through it's for your own good he is building you up he is building you up he is providing just have faith in God. I said, just have faith in God. That He's a good God. And He will take care of you. He will take care of you. You will not come short. You will not come to disgrace. You will not be ejected. Let your prayer be always. Thank you, God, for your goodness. Always lift a prayer of thanksgiving to God. When you start to thank God every day, when you start to thank God genuinely every day, you will see His goodness. I said, You will see His goodness. When you thank Him from your heart every single day, thank you, God, for yesterday. Thank you for my dinner. I had curry and salt. Thank you for my tea. No sugar. Thank you for my banku. No meat. Thank you for what I have. You will see a new side of God. I said you will see a new side of God. He will say, Who is this child of mine? Always happy. Always smiling. Who is this child? Always saying thank you. Listen, angels, let's bless him more. I said, let's bless him more. Because this guy is always grateful. One day I gave him curry and sugar. And he was so happy. Curry and sugar. Ah, I gave this guy rice and, 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 and stew. No meat. And he's grumbling. And I gave this guy curry and sugar. And he's so thankful. Listen, angels, change your mind. Change your mind. Change direction. Find the one curry and sugar and give him more. Give him more curry now. Now add the milk. Now add the chicken. Lift up the guy that's always thankful. Because that's our God's nature. That's our God's nature. May you be a person of praise. Thanking God every single day. Thanking Him for today. I have no money. Look at your nice dress. What a nice dress you are wearing. Look at your hairstyle. Thank God for your hairstyle. I said, look at how you are walking this morning. Both legs are working. Both legs are working. What a miracle. Thank God for your legs. I said, your son has not gone to school. But he's not an armed robber. He's not sick. He hasn't died. Thank you for your son that's at home with 
I have seen God provide. I tell you, I have seen God provide. One day I was just stood there. I was just standing there. And somebody just came to me and gave me an envelope. Thousand dollars. I, I, I haven't asked God. I haven't even prayed. I don't have anything. And somebody just walking past me. Just give me thousand dollars. No, this thousand dollars. You don't plan for those things. It's God's provision. I said it's God's provision. Lord, what do I do tomorrow? Tonight. Or tomorrow, it will be your turn for a miracle. It will be your turn for somebody to pass by and just give you money. It will be your turn that in the office to bring everybody back pay. For everybody. It will be your turn that the dates will be changed. Suddenly, you have more time. Because our God, this cycle is daily. Thank God for every single day you are alive. Always find something to thank God for. And you see the other side of God. His good side. His might and His power. His generosity. You will see the hand of God in your life. What a good God we serve. What a good God we serve. I will never see difficulty again. Because my God, He is a provider. May God provide for you. I said, May God provide for you. One day at a time. One day at a time. I said, Every single day. By the end of the day. May we lift our hands and say, Today has been a good day. Today has been a good day. God has taken care of me. God has taken care of me. You want to stand your feet this morning and thank the Lord. Just thank God. It doesn't matter how much you have right now, it doesn't matter what savings you have in the bank, it doesn't matter what bill is coming down the line. Just right now, practice how to thank God. Practice right now how to thank God that He has been good to you. He has provided for you. This morning, lift your hand and pray. Whatever you are right now, lift your hand and pray. And just thank God. Just thank Him. Find something to thank God for. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about the bills that are coming. Let God take care of you. Let God provide for you. Today, today, that's all we need. That's all we need. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. What a good God we serve. What a good God we serve. Father, we thank you so very much for today. Every gift that we have received, oh God, it's a miracle. 
even what we think that is very little somebody doesn't have it and so we are grateful to you oh god for how far you have brought us god we say without any doubt in our heart that you are a good god and your provision is adequate this morning thank you thank you for how far you have brought us thank you for every blessing that we have in our lives thank you for health strength thank you for husband wife thank you for children parents thank you for the little that we have and the much that we have Father, I pray that ungratefulness will depart from us in the name of Jesus. Father, I cast out any fear and uncertainty for tomorrow in the name of Jesus. I pray that your people will have their eyes fixed on you and we will know of a doubt, without a, without a doubt of a truth that our God he is good. Let that faith arise in our hearts today. Let us see the hand of God mighty in our lives. In the name of Jesus. You want to bow your head, you want to close your eyes. Even as we thank God for everything. The greatest thing that I thank God for is Jesus. The greatest thing that God has done in my life is to give me Jesus. And lead me to salvation. That is the greatest gift. Eternal life. If you hear gifts and you are not sure you have that gift the gift of salvation if you are here this morning and you are not sure that if you die you are going to heaven every head bowed every eye closed give me a favor I want to lift your right hand this morning say pastor I am not sure if I die I am going to heaven pastor I am not sure so for me, that I have Jesus in my life. That gift of salvation, I don't have it. But I want it. If you raise your right hand, do me another favor. Just come to me right now at the front. Just come to me now. If you raise your right hand, just come to me right now. Just come to me right now. Just come right now. Just come. Oh, just come. Put your hands together for them. You are not sure that you have salvation. You are not sure that Jesus Christ is in your heart. Come on, just come right now. 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 This morning, I want us to pray to receive that gift from Jesus that our lives will be forever changed. Please pray after me. Dear Lord, I come to you today. I come to you today. Just as I am. Just as I am. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That my sins are washed away. That my sins are washed away. By the blood that Jesus shed at Calvary. By the blood Jesus shed at Calvary. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. That Jesus died on the cross. That Jesus died on the cross. That I should not die. That I should not die. He went to the cross. He went to the cross. That I should not go to the cross. That I should not go to the cross. And he has given his life has given his life that I should have life that I should have life this morning this morning I receive the gift of life I receive the gift of life from Jesus from Jesus 
I pray, Lord Jesus. I pray, Lord Jesus. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Come into my life. Come into my life. Take over. Take over. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. From today. From today. I will serve you. I will serve you. I will follow you. I will follow you. As I give myself to you. As I give myself to you. Write my name. Write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. From today. From today. You have become my master. You have become my master. My savior. My savior. My Lord. My Lord. And my friend. And my friend. And Father, thank you. And Father, thank you. For sending Jesus. Sending Jesus. That through Jesus I have life. That through Jesus I have life. And life abundantly. And life abundantly. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for salvation. That is a gift we don't deserve. But you have given us freely in sending your son to die for us. Lord, this morning we, as I pray for my brothers who stand here in front of this house and this congregation to receive the gift of life as we confess Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Lord, I pray that your hand will be upon these from this day hence in the name of Jesus. That you draw close to them and guide them by the sound of your voice in their ears and in their hearts. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will become their constant companion. Mark them with a seal that differentiates them from the people of this world. Write their names in the book of life that they will forever belong to you. And I pray, Lord, that from today, our lives will never be the same again. I pray that from this moment onwards, we will belong to you. And we can say, of a certain, thank you, Father, for salvation, that we are born again. Thank you, Father, for salvation. We honor and we praise your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen.